MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Thanks for checking in. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We're going to start this hour talking some PGA Tour and uh, hopefully get a couple of winners at the Rocket Mortgage this week. Our friend, a uh, longtime guest on this show, Jeff Seeley joins the program now. You can check out cutmakerpod.com for the latest plays and podcasts and the new Cutmaker YouTube channel as well. This week's pod, which comes out later on today, is with PGA Tour Pro Eric Barnes. Uh, Indy Jeff, good to talk to you as always. Tell us why this would be a good week to take some bombs. We're talking, you know, 100 to 1 or beyond that. It kind of sets up for this uh, for this golf course, yeah? Yeah, absolutely, guys. I mean, one of the, probably the most unique fact of this course is or this tournament is in the last few years, you've seen everything from a 7 to 1 in Bryson to a 300 to 1 and Nate, Nate Lashley win the event. So, um, you know, the, the common narrative of this tournament has always been bomb and gouge, and certainly it worked for Bryson to the extreme. Um, but late, Nate Lashley is anything but a bomb and gouge and literally won at, at 300 to 1. So, this is a, a tournament where you want to take some shots on some guys down the board because um, a guy winning 55, 60, 80, even 150 would not be a shock this week. Okay. We will get to those players who you like this week coming up in a few minutes, but let's begin with the core plays first and, you know, give us a golfer or two near the top of the odds board. You're not going to go with Morikawa, Finau, or Fowler this week, but a couple of guys who you like maybe a little bit down the board from those three players. Yeah, guys. So, I mean, Ricky Fowler grades out incredibly well, grades out first in my model, but the price is too short in a field this open we just mentioned. So, Drew, if you are going to play him, parlay him with a baseball game or something and get higher to 20 to 1. Um, I moved down the board a little bit, started with Hideki. He's 18 to 1. And if we can get a slight positive out of Hideki this week with a putter, and this is a really good putting surface for him, then we should be very, very live with our Hideki ticket. He's gained an average of five shots on approach over his last six events, 
So the wedge play is definitely there, which is critically important here. His off-the-tee game has been decent. His short game has been good. He's finished inside the top 25 in six of his last eight events, including a fifth at the Players, 16th at the Masters, and 13th at the Travelers last week. He has finishes of 21st and 13th here, so he has had some decent success. This seems like a really good bounce back, uh, excuse me, good week to hop back on board with Hideki. And another guy, Mitch, you and I were talking about, I think last week, if you played him last week, is, is Tom Kim. 20 to 1 this week. He was the darling of the golf world coming into the season after really a dream late season last year that started here when he finished seventh last year. Kim would go on to win the Wyndham the following week, 13th at St. Jude, win the Shriners in October, finish fourth at the Century in January, fifth at the American Express. It seemed like Tom the Train really couldn't be stopped. But aside from a solid showing of the Masters, Kim didn't crack the top 20 from February through early June largely due to horrible putting. Then all of a sudden, he finished his eighth U.S. Open a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. gaining almost eight shots on approach and over three strokes putting. He gained five strokes on approach last week. So the buyers are definitely there. It's just going to come down to the putter. If we can get something decent like we saw at the, at the U.S. Open, um, then I think we could be live. These greens are going to be small. He putted fairly well last time he played, he played here. So 20-1. to 1, I think it's a good time to get on board with Tom Kim again. When you uh, talked to Eric Barnes, did you guys land on the same uh, golfer? And you get, what, were you thinking the same thing with uh, a guy who seems to be a, on the leaderboard here in the last few tournaments? Yeah, the, the first guy that jumped out to Eric, this wasn't his, his official pick to win, but the first guy when he was looking at my model that jumped off to him was Austin Ekro. He's 55-1 to 1 this week. This week. Uh, Ekro's been on fire since late March with two top fives and a top ten, three more inside the top 30s. That makes a total of six of his last nine events inside the top 30. His game has been really good overall, really very, very solid. He consistently gains off the tee. His wedges have been good. His putting can be a little streaky, but this is his best putting surface. He's minus 150 to finish inside the top 40, which equates to about a 60% chance. I believe it's at least that. So I'm playing him top 40 for sure, and I'm going to throw a few bucks on him at 55 to 1. And then I, I feel like we've been saying this about a lot of people, but Aaron Rye, 60 to 1 this week, would have won this year if it weren't for his putting. And his last 19 events, Rye has lost strokes putting in 14 of them. That's really bad. But even with that, he has four top 20s, including two top 10s. I'm interested in him this week because the irons have been really sharp two of the last four weeks, and he's gained with the putter two weeks in a row. If he has figured out something with the putter, I'd rather be early than late. So I'm going to take a shot on Aaron Rye this week. I'm not going to bet him top 40 because maybe he misses the cut, but I do think a few bucks at 60 to 1 is live. And then a guy who's the opposite of a bad putter, who's an absolutely elite putter, is Justin Suggs, who's 80 to 1 this week. This guy is an absolutely phenomenal putter, one of the best on tour. He's gained 11 strokes, put, excuse me, gained strokes putting in 11 straight events, and most of them is by three or four strokes. He's generally average off the tee, but his irons can get hot like they did at the Honda where he finished fifth, the players where he finished sixth, and the Charles Schwab where he finished 16th. So I think he's just now finding his legs on the PGA Tour after winning last year's Corn Ferry Championship. And guys, plus 120, top 40 is a super interesting play. I'm going to bet Justin Saw to win at 80-1, to 1, and I'm definitely going to bet him top 40 at plus money. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Indy, Jeff Seeley on Twitter. At Cummaker, Jeff, uh, I, I pondered uh, Justin Saul last night, first-round leader. Did not make that bet yet. I might this morning. The bomb play that you have this week, I did bet him 
for the first round leader in triple digits, but you actually like him beyond that and to potentially be in the mix here and win this thing. Who do you like at 150 to one? I think he's a great first round leader bet. I'm going to add that to my card. Mitch. I think I completely agree with you there. But we're talking about Dylan Wu, who's had some really nice forms in February. He's played in 14 events and he's only missed three cuts. And that time frame, he has five finishes inside the top 25, including a top 10 at the Honda Classic. Just a really good, solid overall player. He's a good putter, gained in six of his last eight. He's gained on approach in seven of his last eight. So while he missed the cut last year, he does have experience, but he did gain strokes putting here. He was just in the midst of a lot of struggles with his irons. His irons are in really good shape right now. This week he comes in in good form. I, he, was, he had a nice finish last week, and he's going to have a nice finish this week. He's plus 150 to, inside the top 40. I think that's a great bet, and I like your first-round leader bet. As a matter of fact, he might just be a first-round or second-round leader or a low-round-of-the-day guy. Mm. You could throw a few bucks every round because you can get – I think Dylan Wu is going to have at least one big round and, and, and could easily find himself in contention this week. I'll tell you what, Jeff. I, I'm becoming a bigger fan of betting these placement markets more and more every single week. Uh, and you're you're absolutely twisting my arm right now on Wu plus 150 top 40 and back to Justin Sa plus 120 top 40. I agree with you. I like both of those. And uh, as we've said, you know, many, many times uh, in the past here, okay, yeah, cashing, you know, 50 to one in a golf tournament is awesome or higher than that. But if you don't, there's nothing wrong with plus 150 or three to one or four to one on some of these top 10, 20 or 40 bets. Well, especially if you make your bet, you know, four or five times the size of your outright bet, right? Mm -hmm. And then you hit the top 40 and you've more than covered most of your outright. The the real thing, though, Mitch, I cannot stress this enough because I'm telling you, every single week people will text me this. You have to understand dead heat rules. Mm. If you place a top 20, and let's say you put $100 on a top 20, and I'm being extreme here, but 20 guys tie for the top 20, you're not going to get 100 bucks back. Mm -hmm. Like. You have to understand dead heat rules. You have to understand how this works. And if you can find a market, I use BetMGM as an example, where ties pay full, that is where you should focus your top 10, top 20, top 40 bets, because then you're paid either way. You don't have to worry about it. You can get really burned on dead heat. So be very careful that you understand the rules. I can't state it enough. Yeah, because I think last week there was a, well, you know, the way it ended, the way it was shaping up there, uh, a bunch of guys were tied for 20th. Yeah. And then the way it settled is that uh, I think it was five or six guys actually tied for 19th. But regardless, you're exactly right because some some books I know here at Circa, they're going to pay you out full on a top 20 with a dead heat. Other books are going to do exactly what you just said. And it's a, it's a chop across the board. I had a guy send me a picture. He This guy bets Scotty Scheffler top five every week because I guess why wouldn't you, right? Right. But he, said, <laughs> and I, but he, but he actually really got screwed on it because. There was, you know, a bunch of guys tied, four or five guys tied, and it, he was like, "How did I get burned on this thing?" And I'm like, "Dude, you got to understand dead heat rules." So that, yeah, I can't state it enough. Circa's a great example. Better than Circa. Better. I think Westgate pays ties full. You got to find place where ties pay full. That's a critical, critical component of the top the placement markets. You got to know that going in. Okay, who are you heavy on this week for DFS? That's a great question. Um, one guy who I really like in DFS this week, and I'm not bet playing the betting because. I really have the putting. I like Denny on a lot in DFS this week. Um, he's obviously a great birdie maker, um, and I think you know, he's been really hot lately. He's a guy I'm definitely going to play. I think he's a really good price. I like all the guys I mentioned, but Benny on's another guy I think you could look at in DFS this week. Um, again, I, I don't think he's going to win, but he's a guy top 20, and mm. just yeah, he could 
Eagles. He can make some birdies. Uh, Benny On's a guy you should definitely take a look at, if the, well, along with the guys I've mentioned already. Yeah, very cool. You can check out CutMakerPod.com, all the latest plays and podcasts, and also the Cutmaker YouTube channel. Uh, Jeff, thanks as always for the time, man. Best of luck this week. Well, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Yep, Thank be you. good. Okay, so Tony Finau was talking yesterday in the presser. It, might, it could take 30 under to win this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are we going to see with the first round leader yeah. tomorrow? Again, That's what Keegan Bradley should have shot last week. I know. Well, he went bo- uh, bogey, bogey, bogey. Are we going to have some somebody or multiple go- golfers nine, nine under, ten under tomorrow for the first round? And then, hey, they're all hovering yeah. around. Imagine that, like the leaderboard going into Sunday. Hey, we got four guys within one stroke of the lead, and the leader's at 27 under. Well, what the hell kind of a tournament is this? Yeah, right. John Deere's coming up, right? Well, this then after that? Could I mean, be the new John is, yeah, Deere right. here. Sure. All right. It's Got Follow it. the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll get into uh, today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. It's hard to believe he's getting another start, but that should be good news for us. Details on that coming up next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action, and you can check out future events as well. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Check it out every game, vsin.com. Good luck. Okay, we have him pocket plays here. A little bit early today. Um... You know, that's next segment, actually. No, coming up. Okay. Coming MLB up. MLB card. Uh, today's Major League Baseball card. This is, uh, I, I, I compared this spot to Alec Manoa a little bit earlier. Manoa for the Blue Jays was, you know, right away in the season, you can tell, oh my God, there's something wrong with this guy. He's not close to the same person he was a year ago. These other teams are just hitting off him like crazy and scoring a ton of runs. He was sent down to uh, really low ball to try to figure it back out. He went in his first start yesterday, two and two-thirds, gave up like 11 runs. Awful. Completely lost it. Somehow, some way, the Reds are in this playoff mix and uh, division race <laughs> with Luke Weaver as one of their starters, and he is going today at uh, Baltimore. It's uh, Weaver against Gibson. Weaver has made 12 starts on the year, Paul. His ERA overall is 686 and he's allowed five earned runs or more in eight of those 12 starts. So how do we approach this game today with the Reds and the Orioles? Yeah, I made a mistake Friday. I went Braves run line, and they blew the 5 nothing lead in the first inning. I had no problem getting attacking Weaver early. So maybe better off uh, in case, because uh, the Reds can certainly hit. Whether you just want to go team total or... or I don't know, first five team total? How do you want to play it? Yeah, I'm looking for that too. I will have a bet on this game coming up in pocket in about 15 minutes. I also looked at the Orioles team total, like you said, but for the game, now keep in mind, they're the home team here, so no bats in the bottom of the ninth potentially. Their team total is five and a half. Ooh, it's a bit high. If it was five, maybe. Um, walk out of there with a push. Yeah. But also, like the the first five total is five and a half in the game, maybe because Gibson's no Gibson's no great shakes. No, right. I mean, he's not he's not even close to being the best mm-hmm. uh, pitcher on the staff. So I think maybe a first five over would be the way to go in this game as well. Um, Orioles have a really good bullpen. Like Diaz got another save last night for the Reds. He's been lights out for that team. But uh, a couple of different ways to maybe approach that spot today with Luke Weaver. You have to do it one more time, right? The guy's a gas can. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, you're on the well. You have a play coming up on this game as well in pocket. I won't give it away, but I will point out that the Rays now in a little bit of a funk. They are sending Eflin 
today against Henry, who's making the start because of uh, Merrill Kelly now going to the IL. Eflin, when you compare his numbers on the road to at home, at home on the season, he's 8-0 with a 2.17 ERA. On the road this year, he's 1-3 with a 5.08 ERA and a whip around 1.25, and that's where he is going to be at today. Uh, overall, though, on the season, the guy has been super solid for the race. Their team totals four and a half over minus 130, and then the total for the game is nine. But I see your uh, Weaver, I raise you, Davies, who's got an ERA of almost eight. Sorry, Davies going, yes. So Davies has got a horrible ERA as well, and, and, and uh, uh, you know, he's doing a horrible job here in the rotation for the, one of the low spots for Arizona, considering the season that they're having. But as I mentioned with uh, Applebaum earlier, last four series, Tampa split against Baltimore, Kansas City, and Oakland, and lost that series against San Diego, and then they got beat last night. At least though, the bats, which have been so good all year long, they get to uh, Gallon early, and that has not happened in years in a home start for Gallon. As I mentioned, the, the 7-0 and uh, with an ERA of 1 is last eight at home, and they get four off him in the second but lose the game. Uh, because uh, they gave up five in the bottom of the first, and they lost eight to four. So you can see where I'm going here, but uh, you know, kind of the same thing with Weaver. How do you want to attack it? But um, I guess it's possible Eflin has a good outing, and uh, they win like a four to two type deal. So I'd rather go dollar forty five for to win the game than over four and a half minus. Uh, 130 with the team total. What do you make of the number here this morning in the Blue Jays against the Giants? As, uh, well, this is ridiculous what's going on. Yeah, Ten had, in a row on the road? Crazy. Yes, and 13 of 14 on the road? So I would look at this, too, from because I think the, the uh, Diamondbacks get beat today. The Dodgers and Giants schedule is very easy coming up. So these future odds are, are going to shift here uh, right before the All-Star break and maybe the, probably the week after the All-Star break, what Arizona's looking at. But it's what do you want to do with Bassett? I know it's Logan Webb against Bassett, and Bassett has an ERA of 5.6 in June. So we're still waiting on the Blue Jays, but it hasn't happened for them to break out of this and get hot. And this is just a, a, a unbelievable story with the Giants, what they're doing. This record and the fact that they're doing this on the road and they sweep the Dodgers. So I, I come right back with Logan Webb and what the Giants are doing. And then they did, did it yesterday piecing it together and getting the win. Yeah, I, I don't want to go against, uh, go against this team right now, having that nice win streak on the road, specifically when they have their best pitcher taking the bump today. Uh, Chris Bassett, though, is mm-hmm. much better at home than he is on the road. His ERA is almost 6 on the road, and his whip is 1.6 on the road. At yeah, home, yeah. sub-3 ERA. Right. Yeah, this cash last night in this game, you mentioned how hard it is to find uh, a lot of these bets in Nevada, but a lot of places offer most strikeouts of the night. And that was Gossman, plus 550 that came in, even though they lost the game. But he cashed that ticket. He always looked the guy to have the wow. most strikeouts on what, the, what on the, on with the, last on the night? nightly card. I think Gossman had like 13, yeah. over 13. He actually, he might win that the entire year bet. I know it's going to be tough to beat Strider if he hangs in the entire year, but yeah. Gossman strikes out the way it seems like 10, 12 every single night. Uh-huh. And Otani had 10 and Gossman beat him then. Okay. Um, Blake Snell is going today. All right, your guy. He's been hot. He's down to 28-1 to 1 now to win the Cy Young. And it's Keller, though, for the Pirates, which they've been a mess. Yeah. Uh, how bad they're playing. They've lost 12-14. Uh, of 14. Right. They're in a total funk. Mm-hmm. Here, here's This has been the good thing about Blake Snell, one of the many good things here in the last six weeks or so. 
is that it seems like he's on the hill whenever they are in a major funk, and then he's just the guy to shut it down. And we had major questions about that earlier this year with this team. Like, who's the guy to stop a, a losing streak? Who's the guy that can go every five days you know is going to be, he's going to give you six or seven strong every night? Well, that has turned into Blake Snell. Since May 25th, he's made six starts. He's personally 3-0. and The ERA is 0.5. 14 Ks per nine. And now he is sitting on back-to-back 12, 12, and 11 strikeout performances. The whip is 0.83. The one concern that I have is that he has allowed 13 walks in that time. Now, most of those came early on here, like late May, early June. But... That's that's the one. That's the only thing is that if he puts guys on via the free pass, okay. he's going to have to strike them out. Don't you know the left on base rate is going to have to remain at a super high rate because if you if you give those guys up and then all of a sudden oh there's a uh, a blooper over the shortstop's head you know they're going to score two, some stupid thing like that could happen. But if he can limit that, uh, the guy has just been untouchable lately. I also don't know if I want to lay a dollar fifty-five in general at the Padres and and their offense, right? No, no doubt about it. Absolutely. Uh, the other one too. The Astros are in a funk. They've lost eight of eleven. They get beat again last night. Michaelis is going against Javier. Thought it was uh, Houston was the play last night. Not the case. And my, the Cardinals have lost the last four games started by Michaelis too. So Houston's in a funk as well. Javier, uh, is there concern here? He's been roughed up twice uh-huh. in his last three starts. Combined in those two bad outings, he only lasted seven and one-third, and he allowed eight earned runs and eight walks. That's not who that guy is, or who he has been. So maybe an outlier here, but the walks, I think, would have to be a major mm-hmm. concern for that guy. Right, and a day game, there's only two day games, but one of them, Atlanta's $1.50. This is a, this is big for the uh, prop bet, most wins in June. Right. Because if it, they win this, it's over. But if they lose, then you still have a chance because you uh, Miami plays Atlanta on Friday. Uh, Atlanta with a day off tomorrow. But they're sitting on 19 right now. Imagine you get this out of the Giants and you still can't cash that ticket? Well, <laughs> what they're no. doing on the road? Or the Marlins? 17, right. I think they both have 17 now, Giants and the Marlins. But Atlanta's $1.50 and now the Twins. And Twins in first place okay. even though they're under 500. Did Plesak win you over? Did Dan Plesak last night, Major League Baseball Network, did he win you over by saying if they get freed back... Yeah. You're talking about the draft now, too? I'm yeah. talking about, he said nobody can touch him. Yeah. I, I can't get, I can't go that far. It's baseball. You know, and, and especially what happened last year. Police sack says it's over once they get freed and right back. No one can touch him. The offense is so, so good. Which you might be right, but then again, if you want to tie it into the draft that's coming here, uh, upcoming in a week and a half, what, are you going to take a team that's plus 375 in baseball? Probably not. I mean, right. Probably not first. Even if you get a ten thousand dollar free roll, it's like you're gonna go. Here's the thing. I'd I'd rather have a Texas or someone at 10, 12 to one. They are an absolute machine. They are. But anything can happen in the baseball playoffs. Right, right. And we saw it last year, especially in the National League, no doubt. In pocket plays, and we'll take you inside our pizzeria up next. Some uh, bets that we made at long odds still available this morning. I can get you gambling 
before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're right. All right. Didn't expect that, but a winner with the Diamondbacks. Gallon again. They've been uh, seven and zero. Oh. His last eight home starts with an ERA of one. They get him five in the first. He gives right four right back. But he settles down, doesn't allow a run the rest of the game, and they win 8-4. Winner, now we're opposing the Diamondbacks, and it's Anti Davies who's going today with Kelly getting hurt. 1-4 with an ERA of almost 8. And we know the Diamond uh, the, the uh, Rays can rake, and Eflin with good numbers, so $1.45, $1.50 with the Rays on the road against Arizona. I mentioned, too, the schedule coming up, and I do lean Webb and the Giants again today. At a plus price. This is the schedule for the Giants coming up who've won 10 in a row on the road. Mets, Seattle, Colorado, Pittsburgh, the Reds, Washington, and the A's. The upcoming schedule for the Dodgers. Rockies, Royals, Pirates, Angels, Mets. Man. All right, let's get another one today with baseball. Okay, good job. Loser here, although that... The Red Sox closed at uh, 144 in a book here in town. Yep. Like 20, 24 cents of closing line value in the game. They had no chance. Good Sandy last night and very bad Whitlock. No offense to speak of whatsoever. So that was a loser on the Red Sox. And uh, today, I bet this on Friday. That one, I got to write it at least one more time here. Luke, I'll, I'll probably make more bets on the Orioles today. I just haven't figured out how to do it yet, and not everything's available here in Las Vegas uh, this early. But you can get down on Orioles, yes, run in the first inning, plus 180. I bet that last Friday when he took on the Braves, and they just exploded and uh, got a ton of runs right away. Again, he he's made 12 starts this year, Luke Weaver for the Reds. Oh. And he's allowed five-plus runs in eight of them. I, Let's keep this going. Let's this keep going to win the division. I know. Let's Come keep on. these guys in the rotation. Keep this, uh, yeah, get this every five days. That's all I have today. Yeah, all right. Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can bet $5, get $150 in bonuses instantly. Promo code VEASAN when you sign up. VEASAN, you'll get lost in the NFL menu. Oh, my God. We talked at the top of the show. We did most points, fewest points, most wins, fewest wins. It's ridiculous. Uh, the menu, DraftKings.com slash sportsbook, full terms and conditions. Here we go. Hungry for a winner? Sometimes all you need is a slice. You make this pizza? We swap pepperoni for parlays and give you alternate lines instead of anchovies. Man, I'm telling you, this pizza idea is really going to happen. From our kitchen to your wallet, sweat with us and throw some pizza money on it. Double meatball, pepperoni, sausage, peppers, onions, extra mozzarella. Welcome to Mitch and Polly's Pizzeria. All right, a little extra sauce here today. Maybe some extra cheese as well. Get that meatball on the pizza too, yeah. Okay, now again, these are a little bit more than pizza money, but I briefly mentioned yesterday that I like to take maybe a running back or two or a non-quarterback position just in case it's that one year where a non-quarterback wins the MVP. I went to a kiosk yesterday because I knew there was no chance I could get anything down. Guess how much I got down before the number moved on Christian McCaffrey, NFL MVP at 200 to 1. Did you have the kiosk? I was betting in small increments because otherwise, $65. Oh, my God. How much are they moving? Uh, 150 to 1. Okay. They, they rejected. I, my plan was just to keep uh-huh. poking, right? Come on. A little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah. They rejected. I was going $25, $10 at a time. Yeah. I tried another 25 one. Spin, 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 spin. No, rejected. And we're going to move the number as well. Wow. 65 bucks down at a kiosk NFL. Okay. Anyway, All right. So, I uh, got some money down. If it wins, it wins. Uh- 
and uh, another guy that I'm super high on, and I'll explain more on him maybe on Friday or on Monday. One of those two days, I'll have a, a big breakdown on Tony Pollard. I would uh, recommend that you get the guide, the Pro Football Betting Guide. That's right. vcin.com. I expect, and I've, I've mentioned this a couple times this week, I expect Tony Pollard to go bananas this year. Now the he Dallas should. Cowboys. Are you concerned about who's in the kitchen, though, making the pizza, right? It's McCarthy and Schottenheimer. Well, but Maca- that deadly but Ma- duo. McCarthy's going to be the main guy, though, right? Uh-huh. So they got rid of Zeke. I don't know how you could possibly look at what happened last year in the football field and say, and by the here's but what I do did. like. At, well, at least at, Kellen Moore did. Someone did. Someone just loved the fair with the Ewok. Here's what I have to love. All that talk about taking B. John Robinson in the draft while he was gone by the time they picked. All Maybe another running back. And, nope, they didn't do it. They did not bring back Zeke yet. They haven't. People are begging them to, to bring in Delvin Cook. I hope they don't. Um, and again, this is a pizza. I think this is going to be a career year for Tony Pollard. Knock on wood that he stays healthy. Yeah. The touches are all going to be there. The potential numbers that he's going to put up, again, in an elite offense. I just, I can't wait to see what he is going to have a phenomenal year. So Tony Pollard, NFL MVP, 500 to one. Little, little sprinkle there. All right. There you go. Excellent. Good luck to you. I have have more coming up. I think, do we want to go with me still, or do we want to go with Paulie here? Okay. All right. Now, we can't bet at DraftKings, but I mentioned this with their incredible menu. Uh, uh, I recommend this. Like, you know, a little little pizza, a little gabagoo on the side, a little managot. I'm going to go division straight forecast, which is the great menu that they have. You were on this, too, last week with exact order, but you went one, two, three, four. I'm going one, two. Bengals first, Ravens second, plus 380. Ravens first, Bengals second, 5-1. to one. I'm not buying the Cleveland hype. Uh, I, I respect the Steelers organization. Tomlin's a great coach, but I think that's going to be your 1-2. And if it comes 1-2, you're either going to cash plus 380 or 5-1. Now, don't be careful when you look at the menu. There's a division straight forecast, and there's, a, and there's another 1-2, and then there's the 1-2-3-4. So, again, great job by Avello and his crew. That's straight forecast. And I talked about this a little bit, uh, was it early? yeah, earlier in the week? He wanted to backhand me. But uh, I still do. Wembenyama. Now, I mean, you're going to bring it up again. Now, but. I think, now I think, I think the yes, no, the, the field is a suitcase bet because you have to play 65 games for him to win the rookie of the year. And it's, again, it's the organization that invented load management. And, and again, when you talk to guys who cover the sport, they laugh. Nick Fredell was laughing on air about they're going to move him along so slowly and bring him along and go steady Eddie here uh, that it's 65 games and that it's, he's a work in progress. Give me the field plus 130. But he's going to make an impact from the get-go on the defensive end. That I think this number is too... Again, they were kicking this around about before Johnny Avello opened this at DraftKings about what this could be. And they're thinking maybe 10 to 1, 12 to 1, 50 to 1. Open 60 at some spots. Defensive player there with Wembenyama. As Bob Ryan said, not a rim protector, a lane protector. 7-5. Going to be swatting everything in sight. And Good. rest assured, an ego thing, guys are going to challenge him wanting to put him on a poster and say, hey, I dunked over the 7-5 guy and going right at him. 
So there'll be so many blocks with this guy, and I can't wait to see what he looks like in his game look that looks like from the get-go. I want to know if he's going to break out like a Dikembe Mutombo. If he has when those guys want to put him on a poster. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Also at Fairway Jesus in the uh, Open Championship as well. But you can get creative with top 20s and top 10s, which are uh, juicy as well, coming up with the Open Championship. There you uh, go. Okay. I do have some uh, first-round leader bets here to get to quickly. We'll run through these. Yeah, good. Uh, for the Rocket Mortgage, I'm on Ben on first-round leader. Bet him last night, 33-1, to 22nd on tour, with first-round scoring average of 69.68. In his last, in four of his last seven starts, He's ranked inside the top 10 for shots gained. Tita Green finished 25th or better in five of his last eight events. He was 200 at the Travelers, even at the Memorial, 300 at the Charles Schwab, and 400 at Byron Nelson. Um, Dylan Wu, 125 to 1. You can find on him Uh, at first round. Garlic not money, yeah. He's between 90 and 125 to 1 this morning. Yeah. So shop around. 18th best on tour, 200 at the Travelers, at the U.S. Open, he was 100 at the RBC, plus two at the Charles Schwab, no good there, but uh, 500 at the Byron Nelson, among other good recent results for Dylan Wu. How about Harry Hall, 90 to 1, <laughs> 16th best on tour, first round scoring average, very good recent results, including 800 at the Charles Schwab, and then another bomb here on Andrew Novak at 100 to 1, ninth best on tour, first round scoring average, recent results. 3-under, 4-under, 5-under, 2-under, 3-under, and 3-under. This guy gets off to really good starts on Thursdays. So I'm going to go Ben on, Dylan Wu, Harry Hall, Andrew Novak. First round leaders go. tomorrow. There's been some big ones that have cashed here going back the last couple months. Very good. I saw Fino 9-1 to to win the Rocket Mortgage at one spot. Oh, man. I mean, come on. Oh, my aching ass, right? <laughs> I love, great job, guys. I love Manicotti. Uh, you can't find it. I mean, no, who, you who can't. Has it? Where are you going to find that? Very hard to find. Oh, you're gonna have to go, you're gonna have to go with Vinny Maiulo here to the Italian American Club. Sure, sure. Like a hardcore Italian place. You know what? I also, it's I love. To find, it's hard to find on the menu at an Italian restaurant. A lot of times, I love some really good uh, gnocchi. Yep. That to me, and that's tough to find though too. Um, but when it's well made, I thought it was gnocchi. I've heard it seven different ways. Have you? Yeah. And okay. <laughs> I, I could have been wrong there. I swear that's. But what, it's. Yeah. But I know that that's a that's a good meal. Love that pasta. Yeah. Good side so good. dish too. Yep, a uh, little NBA coming up next with some uh, possible trades again this summer here on VSIN. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets. Every host and guest, unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records. ROI, who has the hot hand. For pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, dog videos, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. $19, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Hello, Youngstown, Ohio. This oh, is yes. from Tom on Twitter, at VSIN Live, at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard. He says, if you fellas want manicotti, you need to visit uh, Youngstown. Every single Italian restaurant carries it. And he said that my pronunciation yep. of uh, gnocchi is correct. Good for you. Good job. Which tough I'm, one. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough one. It's a rough one. I've heard both as well. Uh, great response yesterday. A couple things we kicked around. Who's at fault if you hit a, a bad tee shot on a golf course and you knock out someone's window? And uh, another guy was saying uh, peanut butter, a, a, a spoon of spoonful of peanut butter will instantly cure hiccups. We'll tell that to Bo Jackson, who apparently has them all the time. He's has to have surgery. Can you imagine that? No. I mean, that, that's one of the most unbelievable things, that he can't get rid of the hiccups, apparently, according to Bo Jackson. It's like that Brad Pitt thing. Brad Pitt has some kind of disease or something where he can't remember faces? Yeah, that's right. We also got an email on the hiccup thing yesterday. Uh huh. A gentleman said that uh, for, he had to take a certain drug. I think it was prednisone, actually, that he had to take. And so once he started to take this drug that he was you know, prescribed from his doctor, he started to hiccup, like, relentlessly. And it lasted for five days. He couldn't sleep. He's like, you wouldn't even believe how big of a nightmare it was. Oh, I'm sure. It was constant. Constant went, hiccups? Constant, the entire time. Well, for I'm five sure. days, no sleep, the whole time keeps you awake said it was an absolute not easy went back to his doctor or some other doctor and he said yeah you're uh that's a side effect 
<laughs> so they recognized it immediately and they shut it down and said, you can't take that anymore. You're allergic to it. And, uh, you know, we'll get you on something else. Yeah, right. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, no kidding. Also, uh, and I'm sure the, the, these, you know, tweets are going to come in all day long. South Philly. I would imagine South Philly. We should yep. go there. We got to go there sometime. Meet Lombardi out, right? Uh, take us to some of the best uh, Italian joints that you have. That area, AC, knock it all out. Jersey, Matt Baskersian, hello, good morning. How are yeah. you today? I don't go enough to like a hardcore top of the notch Italian restaurants, but when I, I, I just, I, it, it, it occurred to me that, that you don't see manicotti on there on, on a lot of the menus. Uh, now that you say it, you really, it doesn't really and ring a, a bell. And it's a great item. Very good. Free agency Friday in the NBA. Harden has to make up his mind today about what's he going to do with the option. And ESPN.com, they were kicking around the insiders' trades they would like to see. And we're still waiting on Lillard. You know, if he's going to go to Portland and demand a trade, what's going to happen with this song and dance? But everyone talking about Dame to Miami, I would say Miami the front runner to land him. But there's a lot of smoke with Brooklyn. And the deal they would like to see, Dame and Nurkic for Dinwiddie, Claxton, O'Neal, Joe Harris, and three first-round picks. Is he better off staying in Brooklyn, uh, uh, Portland, and going to Brooklyn? I would I mean, think. I yes. don't think that's right. They're not going to turn into a winner. Nah. And what good does that do, Portland? By the way, like the players that they're going to get back, it, that would all be about the first-round picks down the road. Right. Right. Twenty fifteen. You're building with the young guys. Yeah. Sorry. Twenty twenty-five, yeah. twenty twenty-seven, and twenty twenty-nine. That would be it. Right. That's a that's a weird trade to me. A guy I respect was throwing it out there about maybe Bam wants out because he knows Jimmy doesn't have that much time left and that many great years ahead. And then you look at the supporting cast and while they played well in the playoffs, uh, how good are these guys going to be moving forward? I don't know. But uh, the trade that they would like to see would be Lillard to Miami for Hero, Robinson, Jaquez, two first-round picks, and a swap. That's a much better deal if I'm Portland, right? I'm saying then what yeah. Brooklyn would offer. Because I like the UCLA kid. I get two number ones. I get a swap as well, and I get Robinson and Hero. Okay, so would that be enough then? Much better. You're going to keep Caleb Martin. You're going to keep Gabe Vincent. Right. Um, in theory, would they keep Kyle Lowry? I saw a report that they might have to cut him if they want to bring in Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing that uh, also ties into how many other players they would send in this deal. Could Miami win the title? With that team, then, if they would give up Hero, Robinson, Haquez, absolutely, forget about the first round picks. Oh, absolutely, they could. I agree, they yeah. could. Yeah, with the starting five at that point of Lillard, Butler, Bam, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, and you can trot out. Um, they're going to have Struess on that team still. Lillard is just a, from a pure scorer standpoint, just an assassin. Oh, absolutely. And where he, he shoots is. from? Yes. The guy's in range when he gets to half court. You know, we saw what he did joking around in the All-Star game, but it's just it was effortless when he hits that half court shot. And you remember waving bye-bye to Paul George in the Thunder, where he shot from. Lakers, Van Vliet, Jones, and Bamba go to Toronto. Beasley in a first-round pick to the Wizards in a three-team deal. Would love that for the Lakers. Well, that'd be huge. And you're getting a champion, a guy with a ring with Van Vliet. And now the Knicks. What are they going to do? You know, who is going to be the superstar or the, maybe not superstar, but a good player? 
that says, yes, I'm making the move. They're good enough now. Brunson wasn't a superstar, but Brunson has really become a hell of a player the last couple of years. Who's going to join him? Who's going to be that guy that says, whether it's in a sign contract or in a trade, that I'm going to the Knicks and I'm going to be that guy and we're going to win a couple playoff series? Paul George to the Knicks for Barrett, Grimes, Fournier, and two first-round picks in a swap. I'd like that for the Knicks. So do I. I'd rather have that deal than Cat to the Knicks for Randall, other pieces, and three first-round picks. Oh, that's, that's highway robbery. Yeah. I would do that deal in a heartbeat if I'm Minnesota. Yeah. If they would pick up the phone and say, you can have Cat, but we're going to take Randall, a couple of other pieces, and three first-round picks... One one of them would be top five protected. I would, I would have to. I would be like the Vikings when Justin Jefferson slipped in the draft. I'm not even bother, right? They were you're, laughing. You're laughing. Get that pick in right away. But that's something has to happen with Minnesota because they have all that money to one position, which is the center position. What you're paying Cat Gobert and now Nas Reed. Someone's got to go. Yeah, Cat's gone. Probably. That's what I would do. And this Gobert thing is just a debacle with what they they gave up for him as well. In fact, so. I would I would. Think if you're if you're Minnesota, you probably want to get rid of Cat sooner than later because you don't want to take a chance. I don't think that his his value can actually go up at this point. I think the only thing that can happen to him is for his value to keep keep going down. So I think if they if they could trade Cat this off season, I think the Timberwolves would be actually better off doing that and getting a package in return. I think the Knicks would be in pretty good shape. R.J. Barrett has been a disappointment in my opinion. Um, I get Paul George. Get Paul George for him. When he, yeah, he got to be healthy, and I know the issues he's had in the oh, yeah. playoffs, but still. Sure. That, that's a deal where if I'm the Knicks, I, I gladly do that deal. The other one, I, I wouldn't even consider that for Cat. But here's why the Lakers deal would be so big for that team. First of all, Van Vliet's really, really good. You're right, Paul. He is a champion. And beyond that, he's, just, he's a solid player anyway. Mm-hmm. In this proposed deal, the Lakers would only have to give up well, they give up Mo Bamba. Beasley. And Beasley. Right. Did, did either guy even play in the playoffs? Yeah, no. Be- Beasley couldn't get off the bench? Yeah. And the Lakers, t- uh, 2030 first round pick, which would be top 10 protected. Otherwise, it would be the 2030 Lakers second round pick. If the Lakers could uh, pull that off, huge score for that team. That'd be a really good way to start the offseason for the Lakers. Brian Windhorse was at it again saying he can't believe what he's hearing out of Cleveland. And I don't know what that means. I don't no. know if that's LeBron-related down the road with the Sun Connection or if that's something with Mitchell. I don't know, but he, he was on a local radio, probably with our guys, uh, Rizzo and uh, Goldhammer. Yeah. But uh, he, he said he cannot believe what he's hearing out of Cleveland about some of the scenarios and, and possibilities. And I don't know if he meant right in the next month or so, or a couple years down the road. I don't know, because he wouldn't elaborate. But in any event, what do you do if you're Cleveland? Because you still, you were what, you're the four seed, and then you were just destroyed by the Knicks in that series. You were lucky to win a game, how well, bad that was. That could only mean one thing to me, and that would be Donovan Mitchell wants out. out. Yeah, that could be. Did you hear this? Uh, that, that's possible. But. Did you hear this rumor that uh, Maury, for the Sixers, if, if they were to get rid of Tobias Harris, he said, and Cleveland was mentioned, the report goes he would want he, he it would need to begin with Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, and other pieces. 
that for, that's for Tobias Harris. Yeah, that, that's laughable. No, the Cavaliers but, aren't trading Evan Mobley straight up for Tobias Harris. Apparently, though, his, his modus operandi is he likes to leak stuff, like stupid stuff about, hey, say this. This was thrown out to me. And yeah, just, that, he just, that's certainly he possible. Leaks, he leaks ridiculous trade demands to right. see right. Yeah, what it is. But that's, yeah, come on. All right, up next, some nuggets on betting NFL Coach of the Year. First-year coaches have done quite well over the years in this market, and cases can be made for a couple again this season. I'll run down the numbers for you coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.